welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about how you in a distracted world might be depreciating your real value. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, I'm excited that you're back. We are here to help you become a much more intentional communicator. The podcast is really inspired by two books with a third on the way. The first book is called Brief. It's about clear and concise communication. The second book is called Noise, which is all about the distractions in our world. And the upcoming book this late summer, early fall, is called Quiet Works. And that's all about how silence is really the secret ingredient of the workday. It's what's missing. You know, when I think about you and your world and me and my world professionally, it becomes clear and clearer that the world is changing. You've got AI, you've got just the, the, the rate of change, you've got um, the demands on our time, how we do work, how we communicate at work, how much inefficiency we see in communication. And I just wonder what real value people are creating. You know, the word value can be kind of a corporate buzzword, right? It's value generating and it's, it's, it's all, you know, value-based business. And, but if you think about value, think about, think about money or equity, something that has worth, um, respect, trust, things that we value, we put a price on, a premium on. When we do work, work is to create value. It's, it's, it's a benefit, something that really people, you know, it changes people, it helps people. And if you look at how a lot of work is done, it's a lot of activity, it's a lot of busyness, but it's just really, a lot of it can be useless. It's just busy work. It's not really creating value. It's just keeping people busy. Now, that might be a cynical way of looking at the world, and I'm not a cynic, but the idea is people spend a lot of time doing what we might call like superficial busy work, but not really taking the time to do more profound thinking. And that's just the, it's characteristic of the, of the current work environment. It's, it's one of the reasons why I wrote the book Noise. It's, it's, I equate it in the book Noise to having a diet where it's you know, popcorn and Diet Coke. You know, if you're feeding on that as your source of nutrients, you're going to become anemic. Well, when you feed yourself on information, just the inflow and the outflow of information, I, my job is to digest and generate information. Most of it's useless. That's super useful. Um, we become mentally anemic. We just consume noise all day. And the, and the byproduct of that is it's distraction, it's division, and it's depletion. So it's, it's us. Well, in this particular case, the point of this podcast today is about value depreciation. You're, 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 you're losing your worth, your value. What you're bringing to the table is not, doesn't count for much. And it's not because we don't want to be valuable. It's because we live in the shallows. Recently, I started reading a book that I kind of thought I read, but I, apparently I didn't, um, that came out in 2016 called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And I'm about knee deep into the book right now, and it really got me thinking about the need for deep work. And then in 
in that, he references a book called The Shallows, which is a book that I reference in Noise. And that came out in 2010 by a guy named Nicholas Carr. Highly recommend you you read deep work and you pick up The Shallows. The Shallows is is very similar to Noise. I, a lot of the things that I read in Noise is 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 covered in The Shallows, but it's it's the the, the premise of that book is superficial, thin. Um, easiest way to understand what he's trying to say is is the rapid, distracted sampling of bits of information. So it's really quick. We're on email, social media, but we never really spend any meaningful amount of time doing things which are more meaningful. And what Deep Work is talking about is, is just that. So you, that's why I thought I read it, but I apparently didn't. It's about going deeper. And when I was reading the book, what Newport is talking about really is that the that the lack lack of value in in this case the depreciation of my value is created by not going deeper and living in the shallows and when we do go deeper we go deeper in our learning we go deeper in understanding we go deeper in our contemplating questioning deciphering innovating we take time to do what he calls the hard work so let me go over um, you know, what this means when we are living in a distracted world, we're maybe creating the distractions and we're spending an enormous amount of our time communicating in a way that's fairly superficial, um, go running in a, in a, in a sort of a circle of busyness and not taking the time in quiet to go deeper. And when we don't do that, our value is depreciating. Think of it like you have money in a bank account your real potential, your worth starts to decline because the time that you spend is so minuscule. You're just jumping from thing to thing. You don't really spend any significant, meaningful amount of time on a thing to do the hard thing. A coworker of mine sent me this um, series of quotes by a guy named Chris Williamson. I don't know who he is, but I'll just read it for you because I think it's kind of interesting. It talks about the thing, right? And let's, let's say the thing is the hard thing, the valuable thing, the meaningful thing. Preparing to do the thing isn't doing the thing. Scheduling time to do the thing isn't doing the thing. Making a to-do list for the thing isn't doing the thing. Telling people you're going to do the thing isn't doing the thing. Messaging friends who may or may not be doing the thing isn't doing the thing. Writing a tweet about it doing the thing, isn't doing the thing, et cetera, et cetera. And then he gets time to the, I'm not going to read the whole thing. The only thing that is doing the thing is doing the thing. And that was from a conversation that a colleague of mine had about actually this podcast, what I was going to talk to you guys, to you today about, about depreciating your value in a distracted world, which is really from Newport. That's what he talks about. Deep work is creating value in a distracted world. So let me go through how he talks about deep work. First, like, how does he define it? He defines deep work as professional activities performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that pushes your cognitive capabilities to their limit. These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. If you think about it, it's just like one of one of my uh, 
professional, um, it's not a colleague, but he's in my network, calls this like head down work. I'm, I'm just stopping and I'm doing like really the hard thing, which is I can't be in a distraction-free environment. I'm going to schedule it. I got to do it. It's thinking about a client for a half hour. I'm going to be developing a, ser a series of courses of action for um, my organization for the next two years. It's not something you do for five seconds. You might have an inspiration in five seconds, but really learning and doing the hard thing is what Newport calls deep work. And it's fairly scarce in our world today because people live in the shallows. People communicate in the shallows. They live in the shallows. They talk about things. They just, they sample and they don't go deep. And with communication, one of the things about deep work and brevity and brief is that the deep, when you do deep work in your brief, you create something which I call profound brevity, which is really best defined by Einstein saying, you don't understand something well until you can explain it simply. What he's describing is do the deep work, go really, really, really deep, and then find a way to explain it simply. And in my worldview, briefly, clearly, concisely with impact. And when a person wants to go deeper with you, you can. So in our courses at the Brief Lab, we teach um, our participants levels of detail and trimming. So Brief would live at level one information, but I can go to level two, sort of mid-level detail, and then level three, which is the deep detail. But it's so Brief isn't about being superficial. Brief is about capturing the imagination and the attention so that you can manage it and allow you to go deeper with a person that lives in the shallows, quite honestly. They live in noise in brief captures their attention and then allows you to go deep. Well, the problem is, is what if you don't go deep and you live in the shallows? Brief is superficial. You know, how is the project going? Like I joke with our students is, it's good. Like that's, that, that's shallow. That's superficial. That's meaningless. Doesn't tell me anything. So let's go further with, with what Newport's talking about deep work. So he defined it as these activities that are performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that's pushing me to do the hard thing, thinking, analyzing, deciphering, learning. Um, and this might manifest itself in reading more, thinking more, studying more, critiquing more, questioning more. Now he goes on, what, what, what is the value of deep work? What he says is it's, it's crucial for mastering complicated information and producing better results in less time. It's a skill that allows individuals to quickly learn hard things and produce at an elite level in terms of both quality and speed. And I will just insert produce to communicate at an elite level. So if I can go deep and do the hard thing and then talk about it, I'm really valuable because I have profound brevity. I have a deeper insight, a deeper understanding of the hard thing. Maybe it's a market analysis. Maybe it's about a changing requirement. Maybe it's about a shifting client base and market. Maybe it's about relationships that are broken and systems that used to work but don't work anymore. And we don't know why. And the answer, according to Newport, is because we don't have quiet time to do deep work. 
And the premise of the book Quiet Works quite simply is you need a place to do quiet work and a time to do it. And that's distraction-free. Well, if we live in a distraction-filled world, we can't create valuable. And I hate to break it to you, and I'm breaking it to myself, if we don't do it, we're less valuable, probably. We, we need that time. And the irony is it's not about speed. It's about depth and leverage. And Newport's saying, if we do that, we become hard to replicate, which is exactly what you want. You want to be valuable to an organization, to a client base, to a market, to an institution, to, to the people that you serve, not, not you know, re easily replaceable. So when we do that, when we schedule that quiet time, when we have more time to think, it's boring, it's hard, it's mundane, it is monotonous, it is not as entertaining as shallow work. Clearly, I'd rather grab my phone in that moment and do something. That's why when I created The Quiet Workplace, and if you want to read more about it, hear more about it, just go to thequietworkplace.com. And part of it is just honestly the my willingness to sit in a distraction-free environment where I can't grab my phone. It's a low-tech, no-tech um, proposition, really. And it becomes difficult, but the more we do it, he's saying we do the hard thing and then we can produce better results in less time because now I have that, that deep work done and it's more profound. How do, you, how do you do this? I think you have to think about the ratios in your life, about quiet time for deep work and the, the time that you collaborate and do, let's call it shallow work. And I'm not going to say that all of my life is going to be deep work because it's not possible, but I, I need to figure out a ratio. If I'm a senior leader, if I'm an emerging leader, if, I'm the, if I run an organization, I need to have a more significant ratio. Maybe it's four to one from collaborative work to, to deep work. You know, maybe if I'm a worker bee, it's, you know, 10 hours of shallow, but one hour of deep. But I, I need to have some ratio of how much time I have to dedicate it for the deep work in a distraction-free way to the amount of collaborative work, which is, defines the way we live our days. And again, all of this links to brevity and clear communication, because when I do that, when I'm willing to do quiet time to go deeper and then I use that quiet time to prepare my communication, it can come out really clear, really concise, and super consistent. So to wrap this up, read deep work, schedule quiet time, go deeper, don't be shallow, be better, be brief. Just saying.